When he became CEO of Barclays a year and a half ago, his uh, Gestelli's agenda focused on restoring Barclays' reputation after scandals over LIBOR rigging, gaming currency markets, and selling customers insurance products that they didn't need. But now he faces a scandal of his own making after twice, twice trying to unmask an anonymous whistleblower last year. Stelly's apologized, but Barclays' board cut his pay by an amount they call significant, and the UK's Financial Conduct Authority is investigating Stelly's conduct. Here to talk to us about what's going on with uh, Mr. Staley is Bloomberg News investigative reporter Greg Farrell, who's been following this story for a while now. Greg, let's start out with what it is that Jess Staley did here that, that was problematic. Um, well, Michael, there are whistleblower protections in the U.S., uh, certainly as part of the Dodd-Frank law over here, but there are comparable rules in the U.K. that protect anyone who wants to remain anonymous or not get retaliated against for calling a board of directors' attention to what that individual perceives is wrongdoing of some kind. Um, now, the vast majority of whistleblower complaints are actually, you know, crank or inaccurate or self-serving, uh, but the law, as codified in Dodd-Frank, is, is designed to protect uh, protect people, uh, give them the the space to uh, to send in those complaints. On the off chance there is a real one, they won't be retaliated against. And what happened here, apparently, according to the Barclays disclosure, is that uh, the CEO, Jess Daly, uh, made an attempt and a second attempt to find out who this individual was. So Staley has admitted his error, I understand, and, and apologized. Why is the UK Financial Conduct Authority and other UK regulatory agencies investigating? Well, I think the um, the main point here and what the regulatory authorities do there and don't forget DFS, New York's Department of Financial Services, is also looking at it over here, uh, is from a compliance and regulatory point of view. Uh, this has nothing to do with, you know, financial matters. It has to do with the soundness of a bank's compliance and risk practices. And this whistleblower compa- complaint uh, and the, you know, the mismanagement of it is, you know, evidence that uh, Barclays' compliance unit wasn't effective in this particular matter. So that's why, at least as of now, uh, it's a, um, you know, a prudential or regulatory oversight problem. Well, why would a CEO like Jess Daly, who comes in trying to sort of clean up the reputation of a bank, think that it's okay to try to get around whistleblower protections in this way? Well, according to the Barclays statement, um, uh, Staley, the second time around, thought that the matter had passed uh, or said, you know, that that he thought it was okay for him to try a second time. So, you know, that clear, even if that, and we assume that's true, uh, but that still shows a weakness in the in the in the oversight process that it wasn't made clear to him that no, this is uh, you know this is an area you can't go into. Um, another aspect of the Barclays disclosure is that uh, you know it was viewed as a personal attack on someone who's a senior executive at the bank, and again, it doesn't matter if there's any merit to it. Uh, it's you know obviously crossing the line to go and try to unmask someone involved with that. And if the FCA deems that he is not fit and proper to lead the firm, he could be banned from the industry, what kind of evidence would lead them to make that kind of a determination? I think uh, they would need clear evidence. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing this. This is just an educated guess. Clear evidence that he, he willfully went against uh, the uh, uh, 
the recommendation of you know internal internal lawyers, and that's very difficult. It's it's like uh, you know you have to be inside his mind, and they've said clearly that he thought, and the board has accepted his explanation that he thought that period had passed and it was okay uh, during his second effort. So I think for a regulator to actually find fault with him, they would have to somehow disprove that, which would not only you know be very bad for him, it would be very bad for the board, which has accepted that. So you know it's it's not an easy thing for a regulatory authority to prove that. Well, if the regulatory authorities find that you know he committed some kind of wrongdoing here and the bank's procedures weren't good enough, what kind of sanctions can we expect? Well, certainly financial penalties. Already, it's a huge embarrassment to the bank and uh, to Mr. Staley himself. So, you know, that's that's that in itself. This is a punishment. He's already seen his uh, bonus cut down. Um, it's it's undermined one of the pillars of you know his promise to restore you know cultural integrity to the bank, which he made a year and a half ago when he took over. So there's a certain amount of this in the marketplace that is you know he is suffering for, and the bank is suffering for. On top of that, you know there could be regulatory fines and and some other you know some other sanctions related to him. That's Greg Farrell, Bloomberg News investigative reporter on the troubles facing Jess Daly of Barclays in the wake of disclosures that he improperly sought to unmask a whistleblower. Thanks for being here.